Brother Gahar Derviage stared up at the plank ceiling and muttered a prayer to Erastal, perhaps his hundredth of the night. Sleep would not come. Every time he closed his eyes, he saw the images again. Horrid, unimaginable, impossible things that seemed to somehow live inside him now that he'd seen... Now that he'd seen... What? Nothing. He hadn't seen anything. He cast a spell and reached into Ferasma's realm for the first time, meddled in the barrier between life and death, and he was simply overwhelmed by the divine power that had flowed through him for that brief time. A good night's sleep was all he needed, and he'd be as right as rain. But... That thing was still there. Every time he closed his eyes, he knew it wasn't real, it wasn't anything. A cloud, a figment churning mass of pulsating flesh forever undulating and shifting itself producing limbs and teeth and faces and legs goat's legs by the hundreds he knew how that sounded he knew it was a random assortment of parts when the three black goat mouths dropped open and the pink and chitinous army with their glowing heads and their clacking claws flew through through all the way across the blackest depths beyond anything on their diaphanous wings that was nothing, too. It was all in his head. They, they weren't real. They wouldn't go away. Why wouldn't they go away? Brother Derviage climbed out of his bed, imploring Old Deadeye to protect him once again, and staggered out of his bedroom, careful not to disturb Audrin. No sense in worrying him, not with complete nonsense. He took slow, unsteady steps across the meeting hall, now into the chilly night air. Why was he struggling so with his balance? He must have been more tired than he thought. Still, the wind would carry Erastal's blessing and he'd feel much better for it. The night sky was bright. The moon was nearly full. Somehow, the light of it seemed to chase the images away, chase them out of his head. It was just as he thought it would be. A few steps into nature, and his god had made everything okay. He didn't have to think of the black goat, and its young. Not anymore. This is Pot Against the Machine. Pot Against the Machine. Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine, the only Pathfinder actual play that lets the teenager fly the space moth before she even gets her learner's permit. What was that noise? That was weird. Uh oh. I'm your host, and here's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm spooked. Out. Was like, yeah, no, that's. Oh, we're keeping that in. Death haunted house. And yeah, I'm waiting for like Sam to be like sucked away from the uh, web. <laughs> no one else the heard the wreck. weird noise. There was definitely a weird noise. Oh, buddy. Oh no, this is oh, bad no. news. <laughs> this is super bad. Oh, it, it didn't sound like one of the cats in your ceiling or something. 
sounded like someone joining the Discord chat and leaving at the same time. It was like both oh, no. sounds on top of each other. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we're about to get unfriended. Oh, no. Yeah, no, that's the ghost, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, the movie. The movie, yes. Yeah. Oh, now I need movie. to. I need to take like 10 minutes, guys, to rewrite Cats in the Cradle to Cats in the Ceiling. Cats and in the Ceiling. I just need like a little bit of time. <laughs> well, the question is, are you going to get Harry Chapin to sing it or are you going to get. Uh, oh, who did the cover that was so much better? And I can't think of them now. Well, Harry Chapin uh, would be pretty hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> He's true. a hard get. He's a Just get Brother Durvich. These days. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Ugly Kid Joe was the band that covered it that did so much better than the original. Poor Harry Chapin, not even around to defend himself. Well, what happened last time? The dance band on the Titanic played Dear My God to Thee. And then um, <laughs> the party flew back on the Space Moth to Idenvey and asked Brother Dervich if he could bring Alwyn back from the dead. Um, Brother Dervich complied uh for a fee of course because these things cost literal diamonds and alowin was magically restored to life after which he felt pretty terrible because that's kind of just how it goes after you die but he juiced himself up with a restoration got part of the way back the party took a a little bit over a day to you know heal up decompress fly back to torch to train and um make some bullets and you know have a little bit of conversations and now we're back to the smoke wood more prepared to deal with ghosts more prepared to deal with robots more prepared to deal with traps are they prepared enough for robot ghost traps and that's the that's the question all right so you're standing <laughs> <laughs> You're standing in the smoke wood outside the choking tower. The front door is still, you know, ruined. No, wait. Brixby picks the lock. The front door just stands open, unlocked. You can even see from here that the other two doors that you opened are closed again. All right, everyone. Before we go in, I'm, I'm going to cast a spell myself. Um, I'm actually going to cast a couple, but I think... And I'd like input on this. We need to prepare and be in the mindset. So, big stuff. I think you should blanch your item. Everyone, let's wear masks. May not help against the ghost, but we don't know. And I think we're wearing them. If if so, then all of our dialogue is thrown like this for the remainder of the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, like, literally. Yeah. We should not, we have plenty of batteries. We shouldn't ever waste, or consider that a waste of resources. Um, the first moment we should flip these on, uh, that we, that we think we need them. Uh, heck, maybe we even, what, what, it's a charge an hour, right? Yeah, you get an hour. Yeah. Yo, let's just, let's just give ourselves an hour. Let's just, let's just, mm -hmm. you know, we have so many batteries. Let's just go in. Let's give ourselves an hour. That's a long time in Pathfinder. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just give ourselves let's let's just mask up and uh, give ourselves an hour. Um, but you know, basically, Brix is just like, let's do all the preparation necessary, right? Let's let's get. I mean, 
looks at everybody's weapons and 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 kind of looks around and he's like and i will do my part i promise we'll be careful as careful as we can and uh also before we step in alwyn will say i should probably be more careful also which brings me to this uh i did it for the demon fight but didn't think to do it here and he will kind of gather everybody together and cast delay poison communal on all of us uh just in case i doubt it would be like i know what's out your of character, length uh, you want to borrow the rod for that bad boy let's see so it is one hour of level split among everyone oh yeah no we, we uh, cool. his caster level right now is considered level six because of his negative level so six hours split between the four of us yeah we're good at an hour and 40 minutes yeah. each mm-hmm. uh yeah that's that's excellent wait did yeah. i do that math wrong am i crazy uh, am i off no i'm off i'm off so rough right rough i'm sorry people close. that can yeah. math you chose to listen to this podcast <laughs> I, I didn't choose we to have you close listen and i appreciate uh, you so <laughs> hour and a half each yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a lot closer to the actual easy math there. So anyway, this is going to be a fun episode to edit. Um, yeah, let's just, I mean, like, if if we're not crushing in a relative hour, like, that's, in Pathfinder terms, we're, we're kind of messing up. So, like, it's just going to be a whole new day almost at that point. Like, yeah. we're going to go, and, 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 and again, I don't, I, yeah, this is kind of more like table talk than anything else, but. So I just think like, let's layer our buffs. Let's make sure that everybody's mm-hmm. thinking of everything that needs to go yeah. on before we go in. And, and like, if we do somehow end up spending long enough to need it again, uh, somehow his uh, one level in Sorcerer, he definitely took last time, gave him uh, five uh, level three Oracle spells. So, uh, so <laughs> he can cast it again if he has to. Excellent. So yeah. Um, for Brixby, that's going to be um, right before we go in. That's Mage Armor, that's Shield, and that is also RMZ's focus. Um, and okay, I am going to make sure Mage Armor is checked on for me. And I'm actually going to extend the RMZ's focus on this one. So that's going to be 18 minutes of that for now. And we're going to head in, I believe. And um, at literally every threshold including the one that we've already been in now so uh no matter what room that we go into um i can ask each time or you can come back to me but brixby is going to be rolling a perception check for traps he is and this isn't like cheese this isn't meta this is as as a lapsed catholic player playing a guilt-ridden rat can can tell you about guilt this is purely out of guilt so like there is nothing um but methodical sort of um approaches to every room that we go into so i don't know if you just want me to drop a perception at every room or you can just tell me when but uh brixby is going to be rolling for trap check pretty much at every threshold in every room they're in all right um so as you're back in the grand hallway here and uh, coming up to the spot with the three doors, which are all closed now, but you've been through the southern one and the northern one, and the sort of shorter one in the middle hasn't been opened yet. Uh, if you want to give me a perception check. Yes. 
Asher has revolvers in each hand. Just to be clear. I've got a chainsaw. A salted chainsaw? Salty saw. <laughs> Salty saw. We have to check once. I just want to make sure I'm reading my spell entirely moving forward. Um, but just for Jeff, salty and straw, or salt and saw. How do you like that one? Mm. I would. I, I would just it. like to say I, uh, I I understood that one too. My college roommate lived in Portland for a while. Yes. Uh, for the rest of you, this is like a super bougie, super kind of irritating, but also good uh, place. I just used to live right near there, and they would have like a Instagram style line around the block, and it was super annoying. Um, oh, anyway, great stuff. Worth it. Mm-hmm. Even their vegan stuff is really good. I gotta be real. That's why it's worth it, it for me. <laughs> Okay, cool, cool. So this doesn't add anything to this um, for those that are, uh, we've cut all of this out, but trap finding doesn't add anything to his role um, because he does not, or sorry, uh, RMZ's focus doesn't add anything to his role because he doesn't have trap finding. That's something that the spell grants you if you already have it. So this is just going to be flat with his perception check. That is an 18 off the die for a 33. 34 if it's high tech or mechanical. Um, with a 33 slash 34, uh, Brixby can tell that that eastern hatch, uh, with the wheel in the middle of it, is rigged, um, where if the wheel is turned, it, the door is kind of spring-loaded and it will burst open, probably, to ill effect. Alright, excellent. Brixby, uh, looks back at the group and says, Everybody get out. This one right here is trapped. Now, the spell that I'm under will allow me at a second chance if I fail. But with this far in, you're going to be taking risks standing behind me. But this is the only time that you can get out. So please, get out. Just for me, for once. This is the last time that I don't get to risk your lives with every chance I take at these doors. So please go. All right. Every step you take, every move you make, I'll be watching you. Your words sting me, Asher. As if you police me to the core, Roxanne. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to put on the red light. Which is what I've called you before. (laughs) Alright, uh... That's a 15 off the die for a 32. Uh, that is sufficient to disassemble this mechanical trap and um, stop the door from bursting open. Brigsby does it in a ruinous way. Like, in a way that is, there is like a delicate art to what he does. And he is not interested in that now. He hates these little mechanisms and he is just doing anything he can in any way that he can to disable them far more without actually setting the trap off. Just in a very, uh, just egregiously gross, normally to his own standards way. Letting like his inner rat out and just like tearing it to pieces. (laughs) Yep, absolutely. As a former rat dad, (laughs) the type of destruction that only those sweet little creatures can can actually do. Um, So yeah, he ripped, and then he says, it's clear, come back in. 
Are you okay? All good. It was trapped. It's it's done now. So we have this. Now, I, I do want to say this. This isn't the only door. Right, like, we know. In the south, that's the way up. This is the center, but there's, there's that kitchen. We are going to have to confront that again at one point. And I still think I should do it alone. Just want to put that out there so we can roll it around, but... I'm going to open this door now. And Brixby opens this door. I missed which room Bricks went into because it wasn't the room that I thought it was because this token isn't there. I, door to the east, so... Uh, um, opening up this door basically reveals a tangle of black and gray pipes. That It looks like it was kind of rigged to bust one open when the trap was triggered and like shoot whatever's in the pipes which I mean you can tell just being near that that they're very hot so it would have been like steam or fire or oil or something yeah there I was gonna say do these look like the steam pipes that you said we saw like coming out of the roof kind of thing yeah it looks a lot like the pipes coming out of the roof Asher um Maybe you and I, I mean, everyone else could look too, but perhaps we could see if this is vital to the functioning of this place. Uh, through a, I mean, Roll20 is being real nice to me right now, and I'm kind of nervous. I rolled an 18 for a 35 knowledge engineering. I was so excited about my dirty 30, because I have only, my, I rolled one dice last episode, one dice this episode. And they've both been 16s on the die. So I've been like, it's pretty great. Feeling all pumped. And then I look at the roll 20 and say, like, oh, never mind. <laughs> Int is my stat. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> you can both see like the pipes disappear into the floor going off somewhere below the first floor. And they disappear up into the distance to the point where I mean, you can't see where they go exactly. Um, and you've seen them from the outside. You think probably position-wise, this isn't necessarily all of the pipes um, that run through the building. Um, it, it's hard to tell exactly how important they are, not knowing like what they're coming out of. I mean, you kind of know where they go, and you know stuff comes out of them. This, this looks not like I, I can't. I can't tell. We have to look at where they're coming from, if it's anything that's important, right? It's probably not all of them, I don't know. What do you think? Yes, it's... It's hard to tell. I wish they were labeled essential and very important. It's like when you are looking at a home or you move into a new place and you open the circuit breaker box and it's like, oh, none of these are labeled. Excellent. Yeah, where is your pipe management, man? Like, why are they not grouped in, in, in nice little bundles? They could use different colored Velcro strips to identify a function. <laughs> or even different colored pipes. Honestly, yeah. I, I, I prefer that. Yeah, yeah. This whole building nice. isn't up to code, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... I think, um... If everyone doesn't mind, I'm gonna make sure that kitchen is clear. 
and see if there's anything else in there that's important. Um, I believe there's another door down there as well. And check. But it seems the stairs are right to the south of us, right in the room with the robots. So, um, folks don't mind, I'm just gonna... Brisby's gonna quickly check the, the door to the northwest that we have not yet opened uh, for traps. That is a 14 off the die for a 29, 30 if it's high tech or mechanical. It doesn't appear to be trapped. It's just another of those bulkhead doors. Right, and then Brisby standing at the threshold of the kitchen is going to roll another... Oh, he's going to step inside because it didn't immediately get triggered last time. Maybe that'll be a bad decision. Then he's going to try to take a quick perception for traps in the room. Only rolls a 9 for a 24 or 25 side tech or mechanical. Uh, well, you've been in this room before and you've seen the trap and it, it looks like it's been reset. Like, somebody came through here and rigged it back up. And, you know, Brixby can tell where at least some of the triggers are. Alright, and he's going to actually throw another 9 as a disabled device for a 26, 27 if it's a high-tech or mechanical. If that is sufficient, I think Brixby probably very carefully goes over to the stove that belched <laughs> the fire before and disconnects, like, all these, like, intricately webbed, like, trigger wires that were, like, hooked to things throughout the room. So, like, mm-hmm. it's rigged up so that, like, almost anything you touched in the room could have triggered it. But uh, Brixby is able to disable. Wow. Excellent. Honestly, I have to appreciate the tradecraft. I have to be real from an, from an outside perspective. Uh, all clear. Kitchen, trap disabled. This door, trap free. I feel relatively confident on both. Now be on, relatively. Um, come on. So, if they reset the trap that hurt us so bad earlier... I wonder if there's a way to permanently disable it. Because all you did was remove the wires that would set it off, right? I think the best way to permanently disable it is to remove anything that's resetting it. Not to be overly simplistic. I didn't know if we could just, like, unplug the gas line from the stove. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, have you not heard all of those articles about the induction and and blah, 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 blah. I live in a house of gas, so I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> anyway, but at the same time, <clears throat> yes, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I thoroughly did a job of uh, pulling this apart. You're more than welcome to take a look, but I, I, given your history, I would say there's not a lot of loving with the oven, so I'd stay away from it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I uh, diffuse humor with weird. I'm sorry, diffuse uh, sadness with wordplay tension. Anyway, let's check the room. <laughs> you know, Mr. A to Z, they say is all about the wordplay. <laughs> all right, let's uh, check the room here. Um, so maybe let's do a little preset to do around the kitchen. Well, um, searching through the kitchen, you find... Um, an odd-shaped tub, which appears to be a um, trash disposal, 
there's garbage all stuffed down into it and looks like it kind of can be piped into the wall um, probably to get incinerated by whatever hot stuff is going through those pipes but um there's also like a sink that's caked with mold the mold looks relatively harmless it looks like this was just a kitchen a long neglected kitchen murder kitchen makes it so much worse that there was nothing in here <laughs> makes me like uncharacteristically like flips a table knowing that it's not going to set anything off at this point it's just like the, the very aged table flip uh, emoji that that people from the internet are familiar with um, angry table flip so this door over here is also no trap but uh, given the way that it is kind of bulkheady there's a good chance that it's another lack of a better term maintenance hatch it said let's open it up let's take a look Brisby's gonna open that door alright I was wrong (laughs) 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 opening the door into this room reveals uh, dust covered shelves crammed with all manner of books and scrolls that line the outer walls of the it appears to be a curving library a large desk, its top cluttered with scrolls and papers, sits at the western end of the room. There's a metal door that you just came through with on the south side, and then a second metal door on the north side, um, which is directly across from you. And um, yeah, that's the extent of the room. Bruce, he's going to take a five-foot step in the room and then check for traps. An 11 off the die for a 26. 27. No, 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 no. Uh, no apparent traps in here. Oh, it looks clear. And he's gonna disc forward. Yeah, the, um, the desk is at the far end, but I mean, you can see the room as it is. So, uh, Prixby's gonna, you know, out of intuition, maybe just cast a quick detect madge. Well, any madges hanging around the room? Uh, there's a ping of magic in one of the books sitting on the desk. Sky metal. Detect a little madge right here. Pop it open. Check that madge. Read that madge. Spellcraft that madge. Uh, well, this is a, um, leather-bound... Trap. You're dead. (laughs) (laughs) It's a leather-bound tome, and, uh, if you flip it open, it looks like a spell book. Oh, please tell me what spells are in this in the loot channel or something, because I am about to passively vomit. <laughs> um, this is a spell book with um, all of the non-rare cantrips in it. Um, in addition to detect thoughts, fog cloud, mirror image, see invisibility, web, identify, mage armor, magic missile, shield, and technomancy. I have like two thirds of these, but see invisibility, detect thoughts, and fog cloud are cool. That is Brixby's. Um, Brixby's gonna look around. He's gonna rip those three pages and put them straight into his spellbook. Not, not, uh, he'll scribe them later. But instead of taking the whole spellbook, <laughs> just gonna rip those out. It's polite. <laughs> That's, I mean, the the absolute most shade that he could give to whoever owns this spellbook. And, uh, yeah, 
He'll also do that thing where he flips it over. I, I'm, I, hold on, let me make sure I can see Jero's face when I uh, say this. He also takes the spell book and flips it over in that way where the pages are all bent. Ugh. And <laughs> like a face they're down not, open. Yeah, they're not even split. It's like they're kind of like, you could have at least taken time to just mm-hmm. push them to oh, both sides, but no. just the total squash. Yeah. They're just, yeah, yep. just as the uh, full squash. Yeah. And, I'm disrespectful. Uh, He's like, all right, um, I mean, there might be some interesting information in here, but unless anybody wants to learn anything right now, we could always do that later, provided we don't burn this place to the ground. Looks at the ceiling. Uh, Asher right. searches the desk with a total of a 12. All my dice luck is gone. Searching the rest of the desk, you mostly find um, notes in... Pretty neat handwriting. Looks like the they go back. Uh, well, the they're dated, and the newest ones are about thirty years old. But it looks like this. Um, these are notes on fundamental research into smoke and fog magic. It really had a theme going, huh? A little bit of an obsession <laughs> with you know smoke and fog. There's no like note to self. Uh, Cassandra Lee is, you know, upstairs. <laughs> totally fine. The, the code to the padlock is one, two, three, four, five. Doesn't look like it, unfortunately. The code of my luggage. Uh, Rixby is uncharacteristically uninterested in it, not only out of vindiction, but also <laughs> a little like mechanics under the hood. Um, because he's a void elementalist, he had to choose an opposing elemental school, and that's water. So that includes obscuring mist, that includes fog cloud. So that means he has to cast that at a higher caster level. So he won't use it, especially when he so effectively uses stinking cloud, <clears throat> um, which is a great spell. So... Is this uh, little thing right here a door, or is that like a window? Um, That's the door. Over by Jeff is a door. Okay. Hi, guys. I'm Jeff. (laughs) I was going to say, Jeff is suddenly in the game. Weird meeting you here in this tower. (laughs) He's just hanging out in the tower again. Yeah. Oh, he's using that new battle zoo uh, character creator, and we put Jeff in the game with it. Alright. I'm going to roll a quick... Well, Percepti Doodle on this door. That's only a five off the die for a dirty 20. 21. Uh, I tackle again. This door seems fine. All right, everybody. I'm going to get through. And Percepti opens the door. Nice, Jero. Yeah, <laughs> stream back up. Yeah, for the folks at home, when Sam said this door seems fine, I moved my token back another 30 feet away from it. Bixby steps through the threshold. Um, well, as you open this door, it looks like it's a cozy little reading nook containing a low bookshelf with a few papers on it and an overstuffed leather chair. This room is coated in a thin layer of dust and has a slightly sweet smell. Ooh. Let's uh, lick roll, the walls. Roll a little perception check on the nastiness of that. Um, that's a little... That's a little 28 for traps, dangers, or anything else going on. Um, so as Brixby steps into this room, and I, I think, the, did Kira follow him in? 
Yeah, she's in there. Well, guess what? As Brixby's looking around and um, Kira's maybe just coming in, the door slams shut behind you and um, you can hear inside it metal like clanking and turning like the the bulkhead twisty wheel thing, you know, that's the scientific term for it, uh, tightens itself up and then pipes in the walls begin spewing gas out into the room. Now, unfortunately, for me, um, you're wearing your filter masks and you have turned them on. So yep. it's just, Yay. you know, you can't really see in here now. So I'm going to try to disable that door, maybe. <laughs> can I disable our way out of here, please? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can. All right, that's a 15 off the die for a 32, unless I'm inhibited by my inability to see. Um, I'm going to say you that is sufficient to um, undo the door. It didn't lock. It basically just closed on you. So um, you are able to, despite the hampering of the noxious blackened fumes around you, um, Brixby is able to open the door. <coughs> oh, oh, God, God, yes, masks all the time. Every time. It's it's as if wearing masks works. It's just odd in the fantasy world where I can say anything that I want out there. It's as if they work. I'm healthy. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so, you okay, big stuff? Yeah, sorry, I forgot the plan of where you go in and then we wait for you to say, hey, it's cool to come in. I got excited cool. about the reading nook. We got this. We got this. Um, let's, let's just check this room. Anyway, still. Uh, everyone, don't worry. The trap seems to be sufficiently set off, and I've disabled the door. So, uh, take a little peek at you. All right. Total of a 19, looking at that low bookshelf. 31 for the bean. Looks like the low bookshelf contains, you know, books on magical theory and wizardry uh, maybe some stuff about air magic that sort of thing um, nothing really of interest unless you're a student of magic it looks like this room's been neglected for a long time Do I detect magic in this room too? yeah Just in case. any maggies? the only thing that detects this magic is, is the uh, fumes that are steadily dissipating Okay. No, don't worry. That's the magic smoke. <laughs> and, uh, when you see that, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's a little fan service to the like five percent of our podcast, but also half, like, or sorry, I guess, sixty uh, percent of our podcast that work with the magic smoke all the time. Um, <laughs> not a four twenty reference. It's, it's the thing that makes computers run. Everybody. Yeah. yeah, when the smoke leaves, they stop working. <laughs> Definitely one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, uh, it seems like we have a couple options of going upstairs. There's a set of stairs out here, right? And there's one um, in the kitchen. I, I'm sorry, uh, in the storeroom. You may feel strongly about either. Part of me feels like if you merited pudding uh, enemies 
defenders in the storeroom. Perhaps that way is less perilous than the one we found here. But who knows? It's just a guess. It could also, though, be more dangerous since it's a larger staircase and we've already run into guards once. This smaller one might be less guarded. Everyone choose. I will go first. That's all that matters. And the three of you, yes, between the three of you, it will be a decision. Back or front? Front. Well, which, which one is front? The front closer the front the one? Is, front is storeroom. Front, okay, I'm yes, guessing, yes. is the big one, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm inclined to agree with you. As someone who has had the pleasure of being behind everybody else and unable to target my foes, at least the larger stairwell might give us a little easier room to traverse should combat be necessary. All right. All right. Apologies, Alloin, but I think uh, this, is, this is the way we're going to go. Stay in the back. Lovingly. <laughs> Please. So you're going up the spiral staircase? Yeah, uh, we're going up yeah. the big one in the dead robot room. Alright. And we we checked the dead robot room, right? It was just like filled with sundries. Yeah, right? we found some. Yeah, we sundries. checked it when we first uh batteries. Yeah, and when we first fought them. <laughs> so chips. Yo, as a child of that time. Fantastic. Love those sun chips. I still like sun chips. I that, was going to say, that, that time, but that's today. I had sun chips well, like three I, days I, ago. I, I feel like the early 90s were like a sun chips and Sobe time for me. So like, I just really associate that with like drinking the lizard Snapple. juice and that's, eating yeah. the wrinkle yes. chip. The like, orange carrot Sobe, when it used to still Ugh. come in the glass bottles, was so Remember good. Remember the glass bottle? No. Right? Go into the 7-Eleven Orbitz, after school. Bring it back. <laughs> Alright, I dragged you all over a little ways to the right. Wait, why am I in front? (laughs) Because no one would stop moving their tokens and you'd wound up in front. Everything kept snapping and bapping. Where did we go? Uh, We went straight right. Ah, I found it. Okay. Brixby's going to bap to the right. Brixby's going to jump ahead. A little little ahead. Give a little little cash search of the the hallway that they see at the top of the stairs. Um, 13 off the die for a 28, 29, no, 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 no. So this hallway looks relatively <laughs> untrapped. It looks like a hallway. There are numerous doors, most of which stand ajar, um, wrapped around the central column, which appears to correspond with, you know, where you saw the pipes downstairs. Um, but there's no immediately obvious um, traps just from entering the hallway. Alright, so it looks like it has a weird little angular four chamber, and then it goes into a two by three hallway, which cuts to the east. And by this point, Brixby has moved over and into said hallway to the most northwest quadrant. You can see like a couple doors down to the east and then like a couple by like a bifurcating hallway a little bit further down doth my eyes deceive me sounds about right 
Wow, there are a lot of doors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. And, yeah, uh, looking north, looks like we have another set of, like, two doors and then some further kind of splitty doors beyond that with, like, a total of where I'm standing, I'm looking at, like, eight doors. So there's a passage to the north, passage to the east, with two doors on the, like, short passage, and then it splits into a room that has two doors on the end. Um, yeah, you're looking at a total of, I want to say, nine open doors and three closed ones. Okay. Which ones are open? Um, basically, if you can see on the other side of them, they're open. Okay, so cool, cool, cool. This one and... This yeah. are definitely open. Yeah. No, I can tell where I'm at. Yeah. So Brixby's going to take a step further to the east. So that puts him directly in front of the first hallway door to the east. Does he see anything? Um, looking into this hallway or into this room, it looks like a kind of abandoned set of living quarters. Like there's a, a, a bed with no bedding on it. Like a, a kind of sad... Um, twin bed, um, no blanket, no sheets on it, um, an empty dresser, and an empty clothes l- rack. Is it like a race car bed? I sleep in a race car bed. What sort of bed do you sleep in? Big bed with my wife. My wife. That's, <laughs> that's, that is, without a doubt, one of my favorite. As a terminally, the child of a terminally single father, uh, one of my favorite, like, Simpsons memes constantly is the what happened so basically sam described uh it's like a freshman like dorm that is like stark living quarters there is a uh, big lebowski poster on the wall in a christopher hitchens book on the unmade bed is there a rug that really ties the room together Mm -hmm. absolutely Uh, you can see like the sort of dust outline of where the rug was somebody's pulled it up we gotta go fight the nihilists <laughs> <laughs> um I'm, I'm gonna cast is, is maggie in this room i'm gonna detect maggie no maggie's detected all right is margot robbie in the next room <laughs> um the next room looks very much the same um kind of a abandoned set of living quarters some maybe somebody moved out in a hurry or maybe they moved out methodically it's hard to say but they're not there anymore. Is, is Margot there? No Margot. Oh, Mar- no. Oh my god, there's so many more doors. That's a lot of doors. I am the walrus. So, moved further into the eastern hallway to the point where I thought it terminated in two doors, and those two doors are actually four doors. There's doors all the way down, people. Oh, there's more doors. Oh, Jim Morrison. All right. Talk to me about this door down here to the south. Guess what it leads south to? Southeast. Guess what it leads oh, to? No. Another small and barren room. This one, <laughs> it's so awkwardly shaped. It's its like 14 feet long and only like six feet wide. I don't know how <laughs> they even consider that livable quarters. <laughs> it's like... That one resembles a prison cell, really. College dorm. I was going to say, that's, I, I lived a year in a 9 by 13 apartment <laughs> room, so... 6 feet <laughs> does feel way worse, but 9 was doable. Yeah. 
Yeah. You would have been better off just getting like life in a Swedish jail at that point, I think. <laughs> I don't really know how that works, but sounds about right. Ah, uh, no magic. Alright, and he's gonna move up slightly to the second most northeast door. This robe looks much the same as the others. Um empty bed, empty dresser. There is a pile of like debris and discarded mechanical parts um, on this floor and as as you're looking at it a metal skull floats up <laughs> out of the pile of debris and um, seems like time to roll for initiative. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I love how you weren't joking when you're like, all right, I'm going to make it ghost robots. <laughs> Is it ghosts? Is it robots? Yes. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Initiative tracker is totally a thing that I have open. So how about Asher? Oh, I should throw that die in the trash for its betrayal. That was a four off the dice for a nine total. That's not very good at all. It's true. How about Alowin? Uh, Alowin got a 19 for a 25, which would be a 26 if he didn't have his dumb negative weapon. Pretty snazzy. How about Kira? Also a four for a nine. That's pretty slow on Brixby. <laughs> I added both of their rolls together for an 8. I don't know why I did that, because it only gave me a 16. It didn't help. Well, I'm sure the skull is slow. <laughs> no! It's, it's such a speedy <laughs> skull, is the thing. <coughs> Wait. I'm going to look up my new spell. <laughs> I still can't even see it where my token is. What can this thing even do? See, it can see Brixby. On my turn, I'm going to roll a knowledge roll engineering, and it's going to be so great. Knowledge roll engineering? Mm -hmm. engineering. <laughs> um, knowledge true religion to understand dad denim. <laughs> why don't I have this prepared? Hold on one moment. One moment. Don't worry, I have a certain spell prepared. Okay, so what it's going to do is... It's just gonna fly into Brixby Square and just slam its metal head into him real quick. Swarming the swarmer. Uh, 21 to hit. Uh, yeah, my flat-footed AC. Yeah, you're flat-footed because you haven't gone yet. Yep. Yeah, you've you've flatted my feet, which is is a 20. All right. Head bang. Alright, and it is going to uh, keep on going past you. This was a flyby attack. Weak. Um, so it does kind of go off into the hallway a little bit behind Brixby. Um, did I tell you it was only one damage? Because it was. Oh, I hate that. What, what thing did you just do to me? I feel so uncomfortable. Don't worry The fact about that it, it was only one point of... Oh, now I'm extra worried. So, um, uh, Alwyn, a skull just bumped into Brixby and then flew by you. That's your turn. Uh, 
So it went... So it didn't stop in one of our other squares. It went, like, down this hallway? Yeah, it kind of did the diagonal through Brixby. Okay. Uh, if I step around Asher... Okay, yeah, I can see it if I step... Oh, but if I do that, though, I'm going to get in front of our gunslinger. Uh, but I need line of sight on this thing. Uh, these doors are open, you said? Yeah, all the doors are open. Except for... If I stand in that doorway, do I have... I can see a little bit of his square. Is that enough for line of sight? Um, yeah, you can see it from there. It's... Yeah. Like, if I tried to do anything that was a, like, range or something, it would have... But just for, like, line of effect, I'm good. Okay. Uh, so he will move around Asher, kind of, like, in a square to go into one of these little dorm room rooms. Uh, so that he's close to this thing, but not, but also not in Asher's way. And first thing he's going to do is roll a check on this thing. What would be the right kind of check? Would this be like religion, arcana? This would be religion. Engineering, because it's metal. Religion? Uh, that is a 10 on the die for a, an 18. Um, with an 18, you are looking at a gear ghost, a tiny undead creature. Unfortunately, that is not enough to actually get any questions. Yeah. I was really hoping that this thing was a construct and not undead, because that means all of my fun little things I can use on construct won't work on it. So he is just going to... That would work, but I would have to touch it. Uh, really don't have a whole lot that I can do from a distance on this guy. Uh, you know, let's see how his uh, reflex save is. Uh, I can with, I can do uh, like cure light and that kind of stuff, but I'd have to physically touch him for it. And I already moved this turn. Uh... I mean, I guess I could move a little more, but then I'm stuck in front of Asher again. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't worry about it. Don't yeah. block Asher. Uh, <laughs> that is the... He's going to uh, test this thing's uh, reflex save. All right. It gets a natural 20. Okay, so nothing happens to it because there's no half damage on my new meteors. Uh, so that is his turn. And he will tell the rest of the party. I... I think I've heard of these before. It's called a gear ghost, but I don't know anything else about it. All right, that brings us to Brixby's turn. Uh, Brixby is going to roll a knowledge religion at the beginning of his turn. And that is a 12 off the die for a 25. Uh, that is enough for two questions on the gear ghost. Anything anyone's burning to know, my friendos? I'm interested in special abilities after that one damage. Like, that makes me worry that they have some kind of other thing. Yeah, no. I was going to ask special abilities, special attacks, but I always open it up in case anyone wants to know Lois save or... We don't have an Inquisitor, so we don't need to know character type or whatever. But yeah, because I I always just roll undead in a deal like I know most of your standard defenses, which I know is a little meta, but still... We've ran into undead before, so I guess, like, I was going to do abilities attacks, but does anybody have anything else? I mean, abilities make sense. Uh, I am curious with it being a gear ghost, if it has 
a different special defense than a normal goes. Yeah, if it's like incorporeal or something. That's maybe. that's a good one. So let's do abilities and defenses. Okay, so Thank you. for special abilities, they have create trap, where once per week, a gear ghost can create a trap of CR4 or lower, regardless of cost or materials. Um, more gear ghosts working together can increase the CR of the trap. They also have rejuvenation. When destroyed, they come back after a set period of time unless they're destroyed under certain conditions. They also have the an ability called Resetter, where they can supernaturally reset traps that have already been triggered. They can reset them as free actions. Not free actions. The freest actions. As far as defensive abilities go, they do have channel... Wait. What? Hold on. After hearing those special abilities, do people want to know what permanently kills these? Or can you tell me that as part of those special abilities? Or is um, that a separate That's question? definitely its own question. I wonder if that's a better question so than... I want to... Yeah. I want to drop that. Okay, so I actually, I'm sorry. I know you started saying channel resistance. The only person I can channel is Alwyn. Um, I, I made Jero pinky swear me before this session to, to not channel. And he gets one a day and it's a D6, so it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, so we're, please tell me what is going to kill these things, because that's what I want to know. Oh, you're not going to kill these things. Not permanently, oh. anyways. Um, to permanently destroy a gear ghost, holy water must be poured over its remains within the area of a hallow spell. After that, to complete its destruction, you have to disable every trap within a hundred feet of its remains. <laughs> what? Can you at least tell me how long it takes to rejuvenate as part of that? Two uh, d six days. Oh, okay, so thank a minimum. God. Of, okay, okay cool. so a minimum of two days. No, it's thirty okay. seconds. Alright, so, so it brings me to everybody else. <clears throat> Gigos, uh, they're the ones that can reset traps. It, they can reset any trap. We kill them, they're dead for, for days. There's no way we're going to permanently kill them, though, so we're going to have to blow this MF up. <laughs> that is magic Factory. for tower. <laughs> and, uh, so, okay, so... Uh, where did that one that... Blue uh, he is right is I... here. Okay, that's the only one that I saw. But okay, so um, Brixby's gonna swarm into his friend Asher's space, and that's the only combatant he sees. Correct. That is correct. Alrighty. Well, let's see what you got. And Brixby's just gonna, with a, a movement and a phrase, shoot out a little acid splash. He's just he's just testing the waters at this point because he's not the one that does damage to something like this in this situation. So uh, that's a 13 off the die for a 21 versus touch. Uh, 21 will hit touch. All right. That's a big... Two for acid damage. Alright, seems to go through. Do your two damage. Well, there's doesn't seem to be much more tricksy about them than that. They can be hit, they can be killed, they can be burned. Let's put them down. Alright, so after Brixby's turn is over, 
A little ghosty buddy is gonna float on down behind the skull you already saw. Surprise, there's another one. Now, how much would you say Brixby weighs? <laughs> oh man, I have this. Fully Don't forget to check your gear weight too, not just your... <laughs> oh god, that's such a stupid question. One pound more than whatever you're able to do. Yeah, whatever's happening, it's more than that. Yeah, I remember Yasoki are fairly heavy for their size. Like, they're one of the heavier yeah, we, creatures. Yeah, we... dummy thick. We definitely once described him as a burrito on a string. I, I don't think that he's heavier uh, than the limit for this thing. Yeah, I doubt it. I'm like 100 pounds with all my gear. Alright, so um, roll a will save as this thing does cast a spell. Alright, is this a spell? Oh, so it's a spell. Well, it's a spell-like ability. Still, still legit for the question. Too legit. Please, please, Bribby. Bribby rolls a two for a 12. Well, let's uh, see what it does. <laughs> Rixby is lifted into the air as um, he is telekinetically thrown against the wall behind him. Now, let's see. Yeah, he's about a. A hundred pounds, you said? Yes. Um, so, as he is cracked into a hard, dense object, that is 14 points of damage as his head is basically bounced against the wall behind him. Okay. Fair. And, um, Asher is up. A ghost just threw the rat that was in your square. Whoa. <laughs> That's impressive. Uh, Asher will squint at the gear ghosts and see if there's anything he knows about them with his knowledge of engineering. Uh, nah, well, 19, unless that hits it on the money for one question. I know 18 didn't give me any, didn't give me. Nah, it's one short of a question. It's pretty rude. That's fair. Uh, so Asher is, uh, in a predicament because he has, he bought some ghost salt bullets for Furcus Shout, not for little gear ghosts. And so he's kind of reluctant to go ham and to start blasting these guys. Uh, but he doesn't have a lot else he could do. It's not like he could dis disrupt undead, which would be pretty cool if he could. Uh, so, well, might as well. I'm gonna spend all of his rounds. <laughs> Uh, let's spend a... Get a little salty. Let's get salty, BB. Let's get salty. Uh, yeah. Just the saltiness crackers. Going to oh. swift action focus his aim. Because every every point of damage will count. Uh, because this is a ghost salt. Uh, and even though the weapon is not magical, it doesn't matter. Full damage. Uh, rapid shot. Deadly aim. Three bullets. Here we go. Okay, the lowest against Touch AC, and these are tiny, so I know it's not a given, uh, is going to be uh, only a 16 against Touch. Uh, 16 will hit. Oh good, these are expensive. 
So 3d8 plus 33. Ooh, that's good. That was an 8, a 7, and a 6 on the d8s. Uh, so that is... Uh, I lost it. Oh no. 54 points of damage. Alright, and it, it doesn't all seem to go through. I mean, it should. I mean, it could. Doing math. Just doing a little bit of math here. Yeah, it, it looks pretty hurt. That's cool. If only they were cold iron, silver adamantine, ghost bane salt bullets. <laughs> You'd asked about special defense. Well, I tried, Sam, and I was one point sure of, of getting that answered. Alright, uh, that's, uh, that's the end of his, his turn. I think he'll just stay put. Alright. Kira, Brixby just jumped all weird and bashed himself into the wall for no reason, and Asher started shooting his gun at nothing. At nothing? What's wrong with your friends? I mean, you can't see anything. I guess. Yeah, he but did she saw it. Skull. Yeah, she saw it. Hit smack Brixby and, and run away. away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, wait a second. Yeah, okay. I'm going to move up and around this corner so that I can see where. Where did Asher go? Uh, Asher is in Brixby's square. Got it. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Five. Okay, I can step diagonally, and it just means that the second one is ten, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. So I am going to try, well, attempt to move past this, uh, which I need acrobatics for, and I'm terrible at that. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. God, there's, like, not a whole lot I can do without standing directly in front of the shooties. That's fine. Um... Uh, One thing to consider in this situation is that these things are tiny, so they can't usually reach enemies that aren't in their square. Meaning that I... Meaning you can pass through squares next to them without getting an attack opportunity. Okay, so if I come um, down the hall to the west and then diagonally, right below red. Yeah, Great. below or above. Oh, actually, let's go above. I'm closer to the to red and blue then. So, Kira will move down the hall around the corner to stand between uh, red skull and blue skull. She'll flank herself, makes sense. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, she'll be fine. I'm unconcerned. Um, and let's, uh, let's go for, let's go for red. Let's, let's take that guy out first. I'm, I'm hearing frantic discord messages, which usually means I've made a terrible choice. <laughs> uh, okay. We, oh, as part of that movement, um, she will drop the chainsaw and grab Ethel to, as, so as to save salts. Uh, the chainsaw does fall into a grate and, um, tumble into parts unknown. And it's, I don't it's, see it's any gone. grates here. Oh. Yeah, that's because they're so good. Alright, so that's going to be 11 plus uh, 17 for Ethel. 28? Yes. And that's a hit. Is Are these incorporeal or no? No, they are corporeal. Oh, dope. Um, that's a hit. I just said red. Um, this is including rage, which I did not say, but she's doing it because we got the haste. Um, great, 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 great. 3D6. I remember how to play this game because we just played last so recently. Oh, hang on. Any second now. Come on. 
Oh, terrible roll. Uh, that's two ones and a five. Seven plus, I think it's still 19. Yeah, seven, 19, 26 points of smoosh on red. That's so many smoosh. And it's enough yeah. to smoosh red. Oh, great. Okay. That means that is Alowin's turn instead of the red ghost's turn. Hey, uh, Alowin is going to uh, go down the hallway and just around this little corner right here to the south so he's out of the line of fire for um, Asher and Bricks. And actually before he moves, not once he gets there, he is going to cast a spell and hold it. Uh, And then as he gets up there, he is going to make a touch against these things as he tries to hit them with a uh, Cure Moderate Wounds. Very bad. Yeah, no, that no, no way at all. That is a five. <laughs> a five is definitely not going to do it. But he holds a charge, uh, so that is going to be his turn. Okay, so I think Blue is just going to float backwards, just five feet. And um, how heavy would you say Alowin is? Less than 225 pounds? I believe so. <laughs> I am gonna check. Okay, so I'm carrying 47 pounds, and what did I write his weight is? His weight is 135. Somebody do math. That's less, right? Because oh, that's, that's still under 200. 200. Yeah, so yeah, no, he's yeah. less. Alright, make me a will save. Uh, the I believe that's exactly what Zach got. Was it a 12 that Zach got? So <laughs> On the will save? Yeah. I think it was. <laughs> I believe so. So that's a fail. So Alwyn rises up into the air, and I'm just going to roll a quick attack roll here. Oh, are you throwing him at Kira? (laughs) Yup. Oh, no. I don't think that's going to do it. Uh, A 13 to get hit with a flying Alwyn. Does that hit Kira? What is that? Just regular AC? Yeah. No, it doesn't for once. Uh, Question. If that misses her touch, too, do I keep flying and hit blue and damage him? Um, it says you with a sword. <laughs> it says in the spell Filthy that you casual that you just land in an adjoining square. So Alowin has been thrown to the ground, and um, you do take four damage from the flying hurling business. But sadly, you didn't get smashed into Kira, which would have been great. Uh, Brixby, you're up. That would have been really funny. Briggy so Diggy funny. is going to delay until after Asher and or Kira. Alright, well, um, floaty Magoo over here is going to just do a five foot float downwards and it's going to try to throw Kira. Is Kira over 225 pounds fully laden? You have to yeah. be. Yeah. She's probably over that without gear, isn't she? She's like six feet tall. And all yeah, muscle. with gear, with gear, she is. Yeah, she's 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 a she's a big yeah. big kid. Well, sadly, the ghost cannot lift Kira off the ground, so I think Kira basically feels like a a psychic lifting that just doesn't quite work. And it's comical. Psychic wedgie. Aha. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real wedgie situation. <laughs> but um, Asher is up. Yeah, Asher's up, uh, and when he's, well, I guess he hears the clang, we'll say, of a sword against a corporeal metal trash ghost, 
He's gonna think, we don't need to waste those special bullets, let's save them for the master of the house. Uh, he will take a five foot step to the west. It looks like green is gonna have some cove. I can see probably not enough of him. It's probably gonna be pretty good cove. All right, new plan. This is gonna keep on walking because these things can't take AOS. And then, because it has a tiny, tiny ghost reach, you can't even attack him as he shoots right at it with an adamantine round. Deadly aim. Yep, that's gonna do it. Uh, that is a 21 against touch. Um, yeah, 21 will hit touch. It tries to flail at you, but it doesn't have any arms. It's just a skull and some garbage. Oh, you love to see it. Uh, 14 points of adamantine bullet damage. Does that seem to go through? It doesn't. Well, I mean, not all of it. Is. Serious? It's dumb. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not not dumb. Alright, well, I've expressed my feelings. It was healthy. End of turn. <laughs> All right, um, Kira, you were up. The ghost tried to throw you, and it didn't work out. Yeah, non-throwable. Um, can I step into Alwyn Square, or is he like good? He's definitely um, prone, I but I don't can... think you can when he's awake, right? You got to be like unconscious yeah. to share a square. Yeah, yeah. Just crouch over him. All right, uh, he's just resting. All right, uh, then I will, yeah, I'll take a five-foot step uh, south toward green, and we'll uh, go all at it with all of the, all of the hits. Yeah, all right, number one, oh, number one. Come on. Oh, thank goodness, it's above a 10. Um, oh, I guess I got an 11 that one time. 16 plus 19 is 20. 30. Uh, it's more than enough it's, is what it is <laughs> great 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 he's dead Jim <laughs> that's gonna be 3d6 um, oh did I just say 13 plus 19 that was 13 plus 17 but I am assuming it's still enough uh, 19 is my um, bonus for smashing so 9 plus 19 28 it doesn't all go through but it still does a big old chunk on green Okay, well, I am I am going to hit it again. Well, it's it through my friends. Uh, that's a 19, which is a critical threat. Oh. No, it's not. not. It is, because it's corporeal. Is it? it is still, yes, yes. Oh, also that, it's, sure. It's got Wait. a body. It's made of garbage. <laughs> the same. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not as good. That's just um, 6 plus, what, 17 is the first one? 23? to confirm what's the total um six plus uh 17 right is it when i when i'm confirming i don't know yeah, which you, number to you use you use your normal attack roll unless you have like critical focus great so six plus 17 23 the, and that will confirm yes i have the gravity clip the absurd great okay so we're going to type this in rolling six d six plus uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, 38. We know that's from last week. This is fine. That's entirely too many. 
Nope. Oh my wow. god. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it was Wait. so many Oops. D6. Wait, but Jeff, oh, Jeff has a... 66. Wow. But this is with Ethel, right? Not Ricky. This is, yeah, this is so Ethel still has the gravity clip. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, it is 2,293. How could I have second guessed your 2,293 points of damage? For the listeners, that is 66D66 plus 38. I don't know what's going on with my keyboard. It keeps doing that. Okay. 66D6 plus 38. I want to do 66D6. Oh, man. Uh, okay. I want to see what a D66 yeah, looks like. Yeah, just, that's just a globe. Uh, okay, much more reasonable. 6D6 plus 38, 63 points of smash. How reasonable does that sound, Sam? <laughs> so reasonable. reasonable. It's dead. Very reasonable. Does she kill it so hard the other one dies? <laughs> Sadly, no. Um, Alloy. All right, I'm going to reinsert. Whoa. I know, right? How could I? Brixby's gonna come and stand over Red Dead, and I guess fire past Alan with another uh, acid splash. I know it's real exciting, folks. I rolled a nat one. Oh my god! Ugh. All right, should I do one d three points of acid damage to Alan? <laughs> I'm kidding. No. <laughs> Uh, you actually can't do enough acid damage to hurt Halloween. Okay, so I do it, and he likes it. That's how it goes. <laughs> Resistance five. All right, Halloween, you're up. There's acid all over you. You're lying on the ground, having a nice break. Okay, uh, Halloween did, uh, or the person controlling him did, just look up to see whether you lose a charge spell if you get hit. Uh, you do not, because it's considered to have already been cast. Which means if I stand up and this thing takes an AOO, I'm okay with it. So that's what he's going to do. Uh, first thing he does is stand up. Arms, does it exist. attack him? Uh, okay, then uh, second thing he's going to do then is reach out to touch it with his still held uh, cure mod. Uh, that's slightly better. Uh, a 14 against touch. So close. But no. Okay. Uh, the, it's still held then, uh, and that is his turn. Uh, I would get out of everybody's way, but I use my move action to stand up. All right, well, um, it's going to try to throw you. I don't think you have a, a weapon at the ready to make an AOO. Uh, I do not. I keep forgetting to say whether I take a weapon out or not. Um, so make me a will save. Though so that will work. Uh, 22 with a nat 20 on the die. All right. You don't get thrown a second time. I was actually worried that still might not have been high. <laughs> no, the ghost can't throw you. It's gonna sort of just... It scares me because, like, my highest level stuff has a DC 21 right now, and I'm like, well, if these things are the level we're fighting, maybe they're that high. Alright, um, Asher is up. Yeah, Asher is up, and can't really see where this thing it, is. It kind of booped around the corner there. Okay. So he is going... I keep booping for you. Thank you. Asher is going to walk 5 feet to the east, 5, 10, 15 feet to the north, 5 feet back to the west. And as he goes, he drops his 
adamantine round filled revolver, pulls out his plus one pistol that is loaded with a mundane round because forget these guys and their stupid resistances that are magically unknown, and will take a single deadly aim shot. Oh yeah, it's a netty 18, so plenty. And mm, max again on the damage that is 14 points of damage once again doesn't all go through no way but um you definitely heard it and then he hasn't used his swift yet so he will from his beneficial bandolier will another mundane round into his gun all right kira please crit this thing to death it's so late right now <laughs> it's time to go to bed. It's time to do 2,293 um, points of damage. <laughs> that's it. That's That should have been the rule. All right. I'm going to try and do the same thing I did last time. Move up, what, four squares. And then can I slide past it into that open door? Yeah. Way? Well, yeah, because you can diagonal. I mean, you could just stand in front of Asher, because I'm pretty sure, like, any hit you do is going to kill No, we're going we're gonna to leave it open as is polite. Flash Asher a thumbs up. I'm not going to block you as she goes past. And do some rolls. Well, one roll. 17 plus 17, 34. All right, let's go to bed. 13 plus, gosh, what did I say? 19? Oh, wait, there's the plus, right. 13 plus 19, 34? It doesn't all go through. It's still alive. Um... I've asked this every week for the last month and a half or something. 32. Um, do I get an extra attack if I moved? With haste, I have three. If nope. I move, I have just the two just, or just one? You just have just one. one. The extra ones you get from haste only work as part of like a full Oh, right, right, right. Full yeah. attack. Yeah, got it. Okay. Uh, then that's my turn. All right. Brixby, it's so late. <laughs> I am not your... Not your rat. Please, Rolls just use up. like a level 12 spell here. <laughs> Too bad. Sorry. This is called conservation of resources. Burn whatever you've got. I don't care. I'm swarming with Asher. It's a nat 20. Let's roll to see if my acid <laughs> splash crits. <laughs> hey, does 11 beat your touch, AC? No. Cool. 1d3. <laughs> you could have lied. I hate how much longer it takes for two points. Two points of acid damage. It all goes through. <laughs> Every combat we've done always ends up with like one dinky little enemy left alive for like six hours after everything else is dead. Stupid green bird. Alright, Alowin, please hit it with your charge. Alowin is going to touch it again. That is a 16 this time. Is that enough? Yes! Yay! Okay, it has to make a uh, save. Oh, it's a will save? Yes, it's a will save against it. Oh, only a 14. Uh, that is a fail. Roll well on this damage. It is... 2d8 plus 1 for cast level, and it's the max is higher than the max level for the d8s. Uh, 1 to 10. 
Uh, <laughs> ah, for me. Eight and a six on those. Awesome. So that is 12 on that plus only six because I am not a level seven right now. But that is still 18 points of positive energy damage. It had 14 left. It's dead. I'm going to bed. Yay. <laughs> yes. Hooray. Good night, Good night, Sam. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, Danny. Good night, Sam. Hello, Gear Ghost. Good night, Flaming Skull. Good night, Nicholas Cage. Good night, Jeremy Irons. Good night, Harry Chapin. Good night, Tim Curry. Property of Network Against the Machine LLC, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are property of ISO Publishing. See their website for more details. Theme Against the Machine was written and performed by our own Zach. See the show notes for additional music and sound licensing. If you enjoyed the show, we encourage you to leave us a review. Hear this sound card. This is going to be the last time that you record. I keep thinking that Jeff's fan is someone waving. <laughs> I need to just minimize the video. Well, <laughs> my teeth and ambition are bared. You know, be prepared. That's from the Lion King. Rower. Yeah, it left a scar. <laughs> hey. hey. Pumbaa. <laughs> Today's Tim Curry's 77th birthday. Yeah, someone posted the scene from, God, Ferngully, where he sings the terrifying song. Love mm. that. But I got to be real, his best scene is in The Worst Witch. Yes, it is. Anything After you showed me that, it 100% is. Oh, oh, yeah. So great cast. So good. So good. Oh, yeah. Love you. You absolute beautiful vampire and human being.